strive to be better uh, husbands, fathers, uh, moms, wives, and uh, most importantly, better Christians. Lord, we love you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. did want to make mention we had a great time at the marriage retreat this year. And uh, if you weren't able to go, we'd love for you to come next year. Mark it on your calendar. It's that last weekend in February again, uh, February the 26th and the 27th. And really, I really think uh, every year we really enjoy the teachers, but I think next year especially, um, our class will really enjoy the speaker for next year. Um, Brother Gabe Rule, he's a little closer to our age. Not that the older people um, aren't good speakers, um, but he's in his uh, he's in his late 30s. And uh, he's the one that a lot of our uh, lesson content that we teach in class, um, that he's developed and kind of curriculum that he's put together. And and so a lot of the really, uh, really good stuff that we learn from on the home, uh, of course, it comes from the Bible. But as far as the compiling of uh, the curriculum, a lot of that comes from from him. And so really looking forward to next year. If you weren't able to go to the retreat, um, go to the Welcome Center. And we have some of our re- retreat booklets that are available at the Welcome Center. And I want to encourage you to grab one of those. And on Tuesday, all of the audio from the uh, entire retreat is going to be online. And so you can go to gulfcoastmarriageretreat.com. You can go listen to the audio of all of the lessons. You've got the blank, uh, kind of fill in the blank outlines that you can go to and uh, encourage you to definitely uh, take advantage of that and uh, go through it. And I was talking to someone this morning and they uh, shared a very good point that, you know, sometimes you go to retreat and uh, you soak in so much stuff uh, that it's almost your head spinning. And then you almost leave thinking like, it was really good stuff. That was really helpful stuff. But then you don't even know where to begin and start to change. And so what happens is you end up just moving along like normal. And uh, they brought up the thought of just honing in on one area. Uh, maybe it was one session that would really stuck out to you. Maybe it was one uh, idea that really, really stuck out to you. Um, and, and then really just focus on that and work on that and, and utilize that. Um, I remember there's one thing that uh, probably our first marriage retreat that one of the lady speakers said that Jenny has just, it's stuck with her for 10 years now. Um, but when it comes to, to parenting, and I love what she said, uh, basically she said, look, if it's not sinful, and it's not going to harm them, let them, let them do it. Let them enjoy being a kid. And I think sometimes as parents, we tend to, you know, just have all of these rules and we need to realize they're kids. And if it's not sinful, it's not going to harm them, whether physically, emotionally, uh, you know, whatever the case is. And obviously all, all of us will draw the line on harm in a little bit different place. But the thought and the idea of, of let them enjoy being kids, and sometimes we just need to be reminded. But, but find, find one thing uh, and go back through. Maybe you're at the retreat and uh, maybe you need to go back through and listen to a session again. Or, you know, what do you say about that? And uh, go back through. Um, I'm going to go through and listen to the lady session so I know, uh, remind my wife. Remember what she said? And uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to know what, what they talked about in there because uh, we, we could, although we could almost hear everything she was talking about in there. She was loud, and uh, but our session was right next door, uh, but we had a good time. So let's dive in. We've got just a couple more lessons in our series called Heart Connections. 
We've got at the end of each row some uh, lesson outlines, so grab some of those if you would like. And uh, I believe we've got some pens up here. We've also got some cinnamon rolls, so uh, go grab some of those. But uh, let's talk about uh, time together. And uh, this is, this is a, an important subject, uh, but time together. We've got some extra ones up front here if you need a couple extra. And David. And uh, talking about time together, though, um, you know, it's amazing. We only have so much time to accomplish everything that we are required to do and everything that we want to do in our lives. A um, little bit of a, of, a, of a test here. And I know it's Sunday morning, uh, so we don't want to think. But how many hours are in a day? Some of you are like, hold up, you know, 24, you know, you knew the answer. Who's right? Why are you testing us on a Sunday morning? 24 hours in a day. Now, um, I have 24 hours in a day. Uh, David, you have 24 hours in a day. Jenny has 24 hours in a day. It's the same for all of us. Have you ever been there, though, to someone that it's like, how do they get so much done in 24 hours? And you're like, I, you know, you're thinking, how do you even have time to do that all day? Um, I've also been, I've been there for people. I remember one time specifically, uh, you know, preachers get uh, uh, sometimes a bad rap uh, for, uh, they call it evangelistically speaking is what they call, uh, it's what they joke about, meaning uh, that they tend to inflate things a little bit, or they tend to be like, you know, uh, for instance, they'd be, you know, we had thousands at the marriage retreat this week and just, you know, thousands of lives were changed when in reality there there was hundreds not thousands uh but ten inflated but so i remember one time a preacher got up and he starts talking about his daily schedule and uh i do this and this i spend this much time with god when i come home i i every day i have this amount of time set aside i spend this amount of time exercising by the end of it i had it up in my mind like 29 hours i'm like there's no way that you're doing everything that you're saying you're doing because there's only 24 hours in a day All of us have the same amount of time to spend, but here's the the difference. There's some people, and I'm definitely not saying I've got this figured out, but there are some people that do have figured out how to spend their time wisely to be able to get done everything that they need to. Okay, so all of us only have 24 hours in a day. All of us have big chunks of that time that are already spoken for. You know, tomorrow hasn't even started And you already know I've got X amount of hours in my day that it's already spoken for no matter what. Now, and that's not even whether you're a stay-at-home wife or whether you're going out to work. You have chunks of time that, I mean, they're spoken for. They're gone. They're spent already. Then you have things that come up in the middle of the day that, okay, this time's already spoken for. But now I have to figure out how to include this into that time because this has to get done. This has to get done as well. And then you have to figure out in there, okay, when am I going to exercise because we want to be healthy? When am I going to spend time alone with my spouse because we know that's important? When am I going to spend time with my kids? When am I going to spend alone time? Because can I say as much as we went to a retreat, and I agree 100% time with your spouse is important. But can I say it's also important to have some time doing something you enjoy. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's going on a walk, clearing your mind. Maybe it's going to the coffee shop. Uh, That's important uh, from time to time to have as well. So you have all of these things and and you got to figure out how to do it. And I wish I I, not that I didn't want to spend the time, but I wish I did more of this to to bring the illustration home. But you've probably heard or seen uh, the, the concept of the big rocks, little rocks and sand. Has anybody ever heard that illustration? Well, 
it basically, again, I wish I could illustrate this. Just visualize it in your mind. If they had uh, uh, of some big rocks, some big kind of stones, then they had some little pebbles. And then if I had a thing of sand. Well, it's proven that if I was to dump the sand, the little things, the, those are those things that pop up in the middle of the day. Uh, uh, let me check Facebook for 20 minutes, you know, scroll through. Uh, let me uh, see the scores. Uh, let me shoot the breeze with my friend. Let me whatever. Those are the little things. They're not really meaningful, um, but they take up your time nonetheless. Then you've got the smaller rocks. Those are those things that uh, maybe you could fit exercising in there. Uh, You could fit uh, a hobby, things like that in there. Then you have the big rocks. Uh, Those are your your work. That's a pretty big rock. I mean, you just don't show up one day and uh, see how that goes. That's not going to be a healthy thing for your family. Uh, Your marriage, that's one of those big rocks. Um, Time alone with God as Christians, that should be a very big rock for you. Um, Well, it's a proven fact. You can go home and and, and take me to task on this and test it out. But if you were to take all those three items, put them in and had a big bowl or big uh, uh, vase or something to put them in. If I was to put the sand in first, then I was to put the small rocks. Then I was to put the big rocks, or if I was to put the sand in first, then I was to put the big rocks and put the small rocks, you would not be able to fit all three of those items into the, into the uh, whatever the vessel is that you're putting it into. But, but the illustration goes that if I put the big rocks in first, the important things that I need to put in, uh, my, my family time, my walk with God, uh, my job, all these big things, that, that they're the big things that we need to worry about. If you put those big rocks in first, then we take the smaller pebbles and dump them in. What happens is those pebbles go in and kind of fill in all of the crevices. Because if you've ever seen it, you're not going to put rocks in and it's going to fill up every space. There's no way to make that happen. Uh, Those hard rocks don't shift in form. And then what happens if you put the sand in last, the little things, the things that just pop up, that fills in the rest of the thing. Because even if you put the big rocks, you put the smaller rocks, there's still going to be space in there. There's going to be little pockets that that are still in there. And then you put the sand and then you kind of shake it all together and filters in, you could fit it. But it's amazing the same amount of things, if I just get my priorities out of whack and I put the sand in first, what happens is it fills up the whole bottom half of my vessel and then I don't even have enough room to put the other things in. And so we all have the same amount of time. But it's, about, it's all about figuring out what our priorities are and where we need to spend that time. So let's dive in. Let me give you some points really quickly on this. Spent a lot of time kind of uh, on the introduction part. And again, I, hopefully you're able to visualize that. But you can look up on YouTube and that's an illustration that's been used for uh, business, for uh, uh, leadership, all kinds of things. And I'm sure you can find hundreds of people that are, are utilizing that. Um, But let's look at this. Talking about our time. Number one, here's some things that we need to look at. And specifically, dealing with the family, specifically dealing with our kids. And uh, again, the, the overall arching theme of this series is heart connections, capturing the heart primarily of our kids so we can in turn point them to Christ. Uh, so let's look at this. Number one, we see protected time in your schedule. Protected time in your schedule. Ephesians 5.16. Redeeming the time 
because the days are evil. You need to have time in your schedule that is planned to spend with your family that nothing will come between. And that, that's vitally important. You've got to set some time aside that you say this is family time um, where nothing else is going to come between this. Uh, I, this is not something we do as well as we probably should. Uh, we place a priority on family time, but we don't have a set night. I know some people that do, and that's probably ideal if you could, where it's Tuesday night is family game night. Tuesday night is family pizza night. Tuesday night is whatever uh, family. We're going to watch a movie at home, pop some popcorn, whatever it is. But that's family night. And, and there's people that they guard that. Nothing comes in between that. Uh, I mean, there's just don't even ask. Tuesday night, that's family night. For our schedule with sports at school and, and all the different ministry stuff, it's hard for us to do that. Uh, but, but you need to have protected time. Um, I'll tell you a secret this week, and hopefully the, the speaker doesn't necessarily hear this. Um, I, I, Friday morning, we went over to the retreat early. And for us, I, we absolutely love the retreat, uh, but I, I stay not super busy. Most of my time is getting it set up, but then there's a lot of stuff while we're at the retreat. People have questions and making sure the next stuff's ready to go. So I stay a little bit busy. So we try to go over a little early and uh, Thursday night and then enjoy Friday during the day. And uh, I got a phone call that uh, some, the person that was supposed to take uh, the speaker to lunch that day couldn't. And uh, we, were all, we were all ready to fully about to go shop and spend the day together. And they said, Hey, can you do it? And I had to basically just tell them, look, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I can't, you know, I, we're already over here. I, we've already set this time aside. And, uh, and they had said, well, if not, you know, they, they got the hotel there. They've got a restaurant and it's a beautiful place. If you're, if you're going to be stranded somewhere for the speaker, the Grand Hotel is a great place to be uh, stranded. There's plenty to do there. So it's not like we left them high and dry. But, but I had to make a decision that, okay, yes, is it important that we uh, as a church hosted the speaker and you know, made them comfortable? They're here sacrificing their time. Yes, that's important. But at the end of the day, it was more important that we had some time set aside for us. And here's the thing. We ended up, I took the air, speaker back to the airport Saturday afternoon because uh, uh, someone was supposed to do that. And that fell through, so I ended up having to do that as well. Uh, and, and I didn't have an excuse for that time. Uh, and so uh, we, we ended up grabbing a bite to them uh, with them for that as we, before we took them back. And, and so all that worked out. And that's just one very small example of you've got to have time that's protected. Because here's the thing. Um, that, that was not, there was not anything bad. If I would have, uh, probably everyone in this room, if I would have said, all right, let's turn around, we need to go back, that no one would have, you know, wow, that's a terrible, you know, uh, thing. That, that's, that's life. That's just, you know, what, what I was able to do. But there's a lot of times when it could be a good thing like that, or it could be a bad thing where it comes up and it wants to steal your time. It could be some of your buddies, hey, I got tickets to go to this game. And you've really wanted to go watch that game. Hey, come on out. You know, I ordered, uh, you know, there's a big boxing match last Saturday. I ordered a boxing match. And you want to come watch? You know, you can come on out. You know, we got uh, wings and pizza and we're going to have a good time. And you know in the back of your mind, okay, but that's time that I should be spending with my family. And you're forced with how do I decide between these two? And let me make the decision easy for you. You need to have protected time with your family. And, and you need to do that. Now. A good spouse, whether it be husband or wife, and your kids, they're going to understand when emergencies come up. 
you know, if you're if you're on call, uh, my brother-in-law, Trent's a, a detective and, um, you know, he there's been times I think on Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day, he was on call. We were literally about to sit down and eat Thanksgiving dinner and he gets a phone call. There was a homicide and he, he needed to get called out. Now, you know, he, again, could have, you know, well, it's Thanksgiving. And, and so use your head. I'm talking, there's realities you can set aside. That's my Thanksgiving time. I'm not coming in. You know, then you're going to have all the time to spend because you're not going to have a job anymore. And so you need to use your head wisely. But protected time. Emergencies happen. Things come up. But for the overall health, have a time. Ephesians 5.16 says this, redeeming the time, buying back the time, redeeming it. Because the days are evil. If we're not careful, uh, our time will just go and you won't even realize, what did I do all day? Have you ever done that? Maybe you had a day off and at the end of the day off, you're like, what did I even accomplish today? Now, there are some days where that's exactly what the doctor ordered is just doing absolutely nothing. Uh, binge watching a TV show or, or uh, you know, just reading the news all day long or uh, just whatever. Maybe, maybe that's what you need to decompress. But I, I want to encourage you to use your time wisely. Redeem it. Don't let it just go away. Uh, things that uh, get scheduled get done. It's a really simple but profound leadership statement. Things that get scheduled get done. You can say all day long, we need to have more family time. Okay, that's great. But until you say, okay, Friday night, this time, we're going to have a family time. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, I ideally, and this is where it gets tough. Talk about these big rocks in time. Okay. So I think we'd all agree in here that we should have uh, uh, some family time each week. I think we'd all agree that that would be a good thing. I think we'd also all agree that we should have a, a, a date time with our spouse every week. Ideally, I'm talking about, you know, best case scenario. Okay. I think we'd all agree on that. We'd probably all agree that church is important. We'd probably all agree that, you know, all those things. So you start adding those things up. You only have so many days you only have. So, so you do have to be creative and you do need to use your time wisely. Um, and it is something that will need to get scheduled. Uh, here, here's another statement that would be helpful. What you erase you must replace. Meaning this, what you erase, you must replace. Don't take time away from your kids or your spouse and then never replace it with anything else. Because emergencies will come up. Things will come up. But what you can't do is, all right, it's family night. Your kids are looking forward to it. You do get called in. Something crazy does happen. And you say, well, sorry, we're not gonna be able to make it. We'll make it up to you, and then you never do. And here's the thing. You've, you may be very well-meaning, I'm going to make it up. I plan to. When you say that, you legitimately plan to make it up. You, you do not plan to just leave them hanging. But here's what happens. Maybe it's your spouse or your kids. In the back of their mind, they're, they're counting on that. They're looking forward to that. They're wondering, when's this going to come up? When's this going to happen? And what happens the next time... An emergency comes up. Hey, I'll make this up to you. They're thinking in their mind. Yeah, right. Dad didn't the last time. He doesn't care. Mom said she was going to do this with me and she didn't. You know, even simple things. Uh, can we play a game? Can we play a game? Can we play a game? After dinner, we'll play, the, we'll play a game. After dinner, dinner takes longer. Stuff comes up. Then it's bedtime. Well, are we going to play that game? Well, we can't because it's bedtime. But you said... 
well, I know what I said, but it's, it's bedtime. We'll do it tomorrow night. So then they go all day looking forward. We're going to finally play this game. Mom said we're going to play that game. Dad said we're going to play that game. And then you work later. Then you come home, you're tired. Well, I know I said. And what happens is you, you erase something and you never replace it. And that erodes your relationship uh, quickly. Number two, private time. Uh, this is one child at a time. And again, we're talking best case scenario. Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, it's, it's much easier when you, know, you have one child to worry about um, or when your other ch- children are much smaller. So they're clueless about what's going on. Uh, when they get older, it gets a little more complicated and you have to choose those things. Uh, but I would encourage you uh, to set some time aside um, every week, if possible, uh, again, uh, those that have uh, multiple kids, I uh, think of people, Brother Larry, have five kids, and uh, that, that starts getting a little bit harder because you start adding that up every night, and uh, it's impossible. But may, I mean, you could do two or three in one afternoon. But try to, I mean, even if it's 30 minutes, try to do that. Here's something we've done that, that's simple. For us, many times I come early to church. Um, so we drive separately many times to church, most of the time to church. And uh, so what I've done is I try to rotate through the girls that can ride home with me from church. We're, we live about 18 minutes from here to home. And, and what I do is that that's 18 minutes of uninterrupted time that I could spend one on one with them. Because here's the thing. Every single one of my girls, as much alike as they are, they are that much different than each other. And they have different things going on in life. Ashlyn is going to Master Club next weekend, and uh, she's stressed out about she's uh, she volunteered for a hundred different things because she wanted to, and then now she's getting stressed out because all these hundred different things uh, she wants to do perfect, and she's got to figure it all out. And, and so that's what's going on in her life. Uh, you know, Kaylin has uh, different things going on in her life. Lauren, at three years old, she doesn't have much going on, but you know, she she enjoys life and she wants you know time alone as well. And, and so, try to have some time, uh, an hour or even half an hour, just have a chunk of time. You know, each of your kids are going to have different needs and different personalities, and you want to be able to communicate their heart to you alone. That's what you want. Here's the thing: if you if I'm riding in the car. And I ask the girls, hey, how are things going? They may all say good when something's really not going good, but they don't want to say it in front of their sisters. You know, Ashlyn's just now starting to get to that age where she's starting to become self-conscious about what people think. Uh, if I say this, is it going to sound weird? Or is people going to think I'm, uh, you know, she's starting to get to that age. And so it's important that I have some one-on-one time. You know, hey, how are things going, Ashlyn? And she's at that age now where she's starting to struggle with, you know, th- this person uh, was my friend this week. They said they're not my friend anymore. And, and it's, you know, drama starts at a young age and you start to figure all that out. And, and she needs that encouragement and, and they need that. And maybe even times of, you know, correction, maybe when your know, report cards are coming back, maybe you need to just have some one on one time to encourage them. Hey, I know you're trying, but I, I think you can do better. Let's study a little harder. Let's, you know, and have that one-on-one time. I've said this before, but one thing that we started, and I, I think uh, um, especially with your girls, I, I love the idea of it, uh, but I've started once. It's not every month now because Lauren, we, I decided when she was three, she would get into the mix. Uh, so now it's about once every six weeks uh, the girls get to go. So it's one a month, uh, but I take them on a date. So one a month, so it rotates about every six weeks. 
weeks is what it ends up being. And, and I set aside, they get a certain amount of money to spend on that date. That includes their food, whatever they have left over. They can go, we can, I'll go wherever they want to go. Uh, it's the mall, uh, you know, uh, little Lauren, she's three. She, she, the mall's not quite to her level yet. Uh, so it usually is Dollar Tree. And, uh, and, and they've gotten smart. Um, Ashlyn especially, she's, she's, uh, she's sharp. She knows uh, Tuesday night is kids eat free at this place. And uh, Thursday night, kids eat free at this place. And here's what happens. It's usually from start to finish. Uh, Ashlyn is the toughest one because she, she is a uh, hardcore shopper. Like she wants to go to every store to see what they have before she makes up her mind. Kaylin is the easiest because she walks in and she's oh, this is great. Let's just buy it. And she, she gets that from her mom. She gets money in her pocket and she wants to spend it the very next uh, day. And, uh, and Lauren, you know, she doesn't even quite know the concept of money. And, uh, and so it, it's from start to finish. It's about an hour and a half of my time. But here's the thing. They look forward to that. I remember one of the first times I took Ashlyn out. And she still does this somewhat, but, but especially the first time I took her out, she asked mom, uh, she tried on like four different outfits. She asked mom to do her hair and it was a big deal to her. And here's the thing. I ended up spending maybe 15 bucks and, and I understand maybe 15 bucks isn't even in the budget, you know, for a month to set aside. But for me, that's something I've decided that's important because I want them to know how they should be treated as a lady. I want them to know that their dad loves them. Brother Raven hit this in that split session talking to the men that uh, that girls need to know that their dad loves them or because sooner or later some punk's going to come along and he's going to start throwing that word love around loosely. And if they don't know what true love is, they're going to mistake the affection of some guy or even go beyond that. The lust of some guy for love. And that's when girls get taken advantage of. And so for me, that's important. But guys, for your boys, that's just as important. Boy, take one, one time a month. We're going to go out and, and maybe you don't, have, you don't have to spend money, but we're going to go to the park and hit some baseballs. We're, we're going to go and, and go to the monster truck uh, show or something downtown. We're going to do something uh, as a family, private time. Uh, We've we got a few minutes. Number three, make a connection. Make a connection. Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. I won't read it for sake of time. But we need to make sure that we have a love developed and a connection with each of our kids. Our kids are all very different. We've already said that. Uh, and you need to have a connection with them. You'll have times where it's great. The spirit is sweet. But you'll also have times where it's really hard to make a connection. You'll have times when something's going on. Uh, there's an attitude that needs to be corrected. And it's hard to develop that relationship. But they're all different. They're all different. Ashlyn is the most like me. So we have a special bond that, uh, that she, she thinks like me. She, she, it's just, there's a special bond. Kaylin is the most like my wife. Obviously, I married my wife because I really loved her. So that's a special bond because she reminds me of her mom. Uh, and Lauren, she's the baby of the family and she's the caboose. She's uh, 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 the, the alpha and omega. She's the end, the, the ending of it there. Uh, Ashlyn's the alpha. She's the omega, the finish. We're done. Uh, so that's a special bond, the baby of the family. And so there's a special connection with each one, none more important than the other but all very special in their own right and to make a connection. Uh, letter A, 
Uh, here's some things we're talking about. Okay, you're saying, all right, we need to do some things. But where do we even start with this? Letter A, do activities they enjoy. Fun is in the eye of the beholder. Um, fun for you. I, I mentioned the other day, uh, Kalen last week begged me and begged me and begged me to play Candyland. Okay? Candyland is zero fun for me whatsoever. There's no strategy. There's no skill involved. There's no, I mean, it's literally just pick up a card and move a space. But she absolutely, especially when I was like way out ahead of her, and then I got one that took me like all the way back to the beginning, and she belly laughed, like rolled in laughter, thought it was the greatest thing ever uh, that dad, and, and she beat me. I think we played three times, and she ended up beating me all three times, and she loved it. Uh, But here's the thing. That's something that she enjoyed doing. I didn't enjoy it, but she did. You know, time, this time to spend with them. It's about them and not you. So find something they enjoy doing. It may not be what you think is fun, but what they think is fun. That that will help. Uh, Letter B, make sure there is a lack of distraction. A lack of distraction. Put your phone down and be present. Now, I'm not perfect at this, but you go to a restaurant You go uh, to uh, a park, and I guarantee you, you look, you'll see couples that they're having a nice romantic dinner together, and they're on their phones, and and we've been guilty of it. You go to a park, the kids are playing, they're uh, they're, uh, happy, they're they're, uh, distracted by playing, and so what happens? Mom and dad, I'm going to check the news, let me check the score, let me see what's going on, they're on their phones. And, you know, there are times like that when, when, you know, they're playing, so they're not, you know, they're, they're, they don't even know you're there anymore. And that's why kids a lot of times at a park get abducted because they have no clue what's going on around them. They're so engrossed on playing. But then there are times, and I've seen it, where they're going down the slide and they're waving at you trying to get your attention because, hey, daddy, I'm going across the monkey bars. And we're so engrossed in our phone that we don't even see it. And before too long, they're just like, forget it. They don't even care. So try to make sure you have a lack of distraction. This goes time with your spouse as well. You know, we can become so connected to the people. I love this statement. We can become so connected to the people far away and we could be so disconnected from the people who are right next to us. You know, what do, you, what do I mean by that? Facebook, the people that are far away, they're not even with us. We can be some, so connected, so engrossed with what's going on with them, then the people that are right next to us, we're so disconnected with them. So have a lack of distraction. Now let me breeze through these last things here. Uh, letter C, uh, delighted dad or mom, make sure they see that you enjoy your time with your spouse and your kids. Okay? I didn't enjoy Candyland. Kaylin will not know unless you tell her, and then I will deny it. I'll say they're liars. Don't listen to them. That I didn't enjoy Candyland. Why? Because when I went all the way back, I played it up. She's laughing. Oh, are you serious, Kaylin? That's not funny. Don't laugh at your dad. And she that made her just laugh even more. Uh, that that you know, dad's dad's losing. This is great. And, and although that's not what I wanted to do with my time, I didn't let her know that. And guys, it shouldn't be with our kids or our spouse, you know, our wife. Hey, I really need, we, I think we need some time away. We need to go out to eat. So then you go out to eat and the whole time you're, oh, 
You know, here, what do you want to eat? I don't even care what we eat. This was her idea to go out to eat. I don't even want to be here right now. That's not going to set the night off well. And that's not going to be a good thing. Delighted dad or mom, letter D. Ask skillful questions and in-depth conversations. We already hit on that, I think, a week or two ago. Uh, But don't ask questions that can give one-word answers. You know, hey, how was your day? Good. Ask things like, what did you learn at school today? You know, and they, they very well may still say things like stuff, you know, and uh, they still may try to give a one word answer. Uh, Brother Raven hit on that uh, the other day, and, uh, I think at the retreat and the main session, one of the sessions. Just how, how do you get uh, a one word answer from the question I just asked you? And because he said that's especially when the kids become teenagers, it's only going to get worse. Uh, and so you see here some uh, some questions here uh, that that can kind of prime those things. Um, who is your best friend right now? Why are they your friend? Uh, get to know them. Get to know what's going on in their life. Uh, do you ever have serious doubts about your salvation? When they get older, uh, that's something that uh, you don't want to cast doubt, but you want to get them thinking. They may not even ever bring something up like that to you unless you ask and start conversation. You can see a whole list there. And then lastly, look at here. Uh, payments you can afford. Uh, and really uh, talking about uh, payments, not, not like you have uh, – it's a bill – but payments as more so investing in your kids. And the idea there is things that you can do with your kids that don't cost a lot of money. And you can see a whole list of things there. Um, It's not as important what you are doing or how much you are spending as much as who you are doing it with and how much time you are spending with them. You know, I once heard someone ask the question, is it quality time or quantity time? And we could probably ask and have a debate about that. Is it quality time or quantity time? Here's the thing. When it comes down to it, I don't know that you could choose between the two. Because here's the thing. We could sit here and watch a three-hour movie cartoon or whatever it is with my kids. And we could say we spent three hours together. Okay, but we didn't communicate Hardly at all other than, you know, hey, I need a refill on popcorn or, uh, you know, can, you know, dad, can you go to the kitchen and get this? Or, uh, you know, we, I want a blanket or whatever the case is. You could also spend real quantity time, you know, a, a 15 minute car ride where you're asking questions and it's sweet. But then you don't talk to them or see them again for the next two weeks. I, I don't think you can choose between the two. And again, you know, it's not there. There are seasons when you're going to have a lot more quality than you will quantity. I, I think, you know, uh, I, I was out of town for a week or so uh, in Puerto Rico. It's hard to have quantity time with my kids when uh, they're in Puerto Rico or when I'm in Puerto Rico and they're home. You know, as Jonathan's gone, as Larry's going to be gone here in a couple of weeks, that's there's seasons where you can't have both. But I don't think you can choose between the two when you have a choice, if that makes sense. So when you have a choice, don't choose between the two because you don't need to. Make sure you do both. And you can see a list there of a lot of great ideas. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's laziness for you to say, I don't have the money or I don't know where to start. Here's the thing. I already mentioned it. You can go to Sonic during happy hour from 2 to 4 o'clock, I think, and you can get a half price slushy. And, and you could get you and your kid a slushie at 3.30, 4 o'clock, right before, and you can get that for probably $1.50 for both of you because it's half price, and that will make their day. 
You can go to McDonald's and get a 99, I don't even think anything's 99 cents anymore. Used to be. Uh, and you can get, you know, a $1.29 ice cream cone and that will make their day. You can go to Chick-fil-A and get a $1.50 ice cream cone and let them play in the playground, which is free, and they will love it. So it's not about money. It's not about that. That's a, that's a lazy person's answer. Well, I don't have money to do it or I don't know where to start. Well, good news is there's a whole list of things right there for you to get started. And so I want to challenge you this week. Time together, spending time with your kids, spending time with your spouse. It's all vitally important. And let's make sure we're doing it. And here's the thing. It's a constant battle because your big rocks. Let me tell you this. Your big rocks going back to illustration. Those are never going to change, okay? The, your top priorities. Those medium-sized rocks in the sand, they're always going to be changing. And so it's important, focus on those big rocks. The others will take care of themselves and just make sure time together, it's vitally important. Let's pray. Father, Lord, thank you.